Welcome to Marriage, Let's Talk, hosted by legendary worldwide marriage encounter leader, Father Rosie Roseboro, featuring Catholic married couples from around the world who demonstrate healthy communication for building better marriages. And now, here's Father Rosie. Hi, Father Rosie here. I'm glad you could join us today. This podcast is not talking about marriage, it is where we're going to share how to create a better marriage through communicating feelings in authentic ways. In a few moments, I will introduce a couple who will share on the reflection of feelings about a topic or an event in their life. They have written love letters to each other describing their feelings in various ways and manners. Then they will pick one of their feelings, attempting to try to experience the other person's feeling. Going back and forth is what we call dialogue. Sharing one's feelings and exploring them is one of the most intimate ways to communicate with your loved one. Tonight we have Sandra and Nathan Wagner, and I'd like to welcome them to the Marriage Let's Talk uh, podcast. Um, and so, Nathan and Sandra, why don't you tell them something about yourselves, how you guys met? Okay, we've told this story a lot of a lot of years now. Um, we'll be married fifty years next next year, so we've had a few experiences. But we met uh, some years ago. Uh, I was in the library with a friend of mine. Uh, he was behind the desk. This young lady came came by and wanted to know where the German books were. <laughs> so uh, this, my friend and I, we had taken German. So I said, Nathan, why don't you show this young lady where the German books were? So I took her up on the third floor, showed her the books, and uh, I, I was done, but she kept talking, 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 talking. <laughs> I don't know anybody, poor me, poor me. So I took her number and I called her a couple weeks later and the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit about he didn't preface that we met at the at a, a university i was taking a class and and he's right i walked into the library and i saw these two young men and i went up and he jumped 10 feet back which made me look at him because i didn't look at him i was looking at the guy behind the desk and so he was right i was a new student to the university i didn't know anybody and I thought he was kind of cute. So I was trying to get him to get my number. He finally asked for it. <laughs> I was a little shy in those days. <laughs> and a little bit about ourselves. We um, uh, grew up in St. Louis, Missouri. We now live in uh, North Carolina. We've been here for about 30-something years um, and decided that we really liked the little community we were in and we are going to retire here. Yeah. So we raised three daughters here and and we have four grandchildren. Four biological grandchildren and seven grandchildren. Yeah. And uh you know when you get older you have a lot of aches and pains. And so we just trust that everything will be okay. Yeah, we've, uh, Sandra's had um, 
about with breast cancer, uh, but that was some years ago. So she's on the mend, and I have prostate cancer again. Uh, you know, we caught it early. So those are, uh, uh, from a health perspective, the biggest issues we've had. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, tonight we're going to have Nathan and Sandra share their love letters for each other, and then they'll share the dialogue, and I'll let them take over right now. Okay. The question that we wrote our letters on was, when we fight, how does it make you feel? Because believe it or not, we still fight. <laughs> so, Nathan, I believe that God wants us to live in harmony. When we fight, the harmony is disturbed. The fighting is usually over insignificant things like who, what, where, how, how come, and why of a situation or issue. It hurts me to fight. The hurt is like a bad paper cut and I'm looking for relief and seeking a Band-Aid. For me, the Band-Aid is a avoidance when we fight. And I walk away because I believe you have set your face like Flint and refuse to listen to me. My hurt is like being slammed by a rolling wave from the ocean and I am knocked down struggling to get up with salt water upon my face and I can barely see because of the water in my face. I am in darkness. Darkness leads to fear and I become combatant and I'm also am not listening to your point of view. This is when I need grace to stop and decide to love you to pray that I can open my eyes and accept and hear what you are trying to say. As I reflect on stopping, I begin to feel peace, like looking at a bird gliding in the wind. They're not working to fly by flapping their wings. They are gliding with the wind behind them. It feels like taking slow, deep, calming breath as if the doctor asked me to slowly breathe and slowly the harmony returns. I wrote on, when we fight, how does it make me feel? At some point, some past marriage encounter meetings, we were given a list of guidelines for fighting. There are several that I have failed to follow. One is criticism and sarcasm destroy. I realize that I get into the moods and I point out small things that irritate me. Why do you leave clothes on my side of the bed? Or we would have more money if you didn't go to Wendy so much. The other thing was to finish the fight. Many times I start yelling and storm off. I think this is my way of thinking that I have won the fight, I immediately realized that I have violated the guidelines. Do I apologize? Sometimes. Over the years, I have come to realize that I try to cover my own faults, my own feelings of failure, my insecurity by finding fault in you. 
I have also violated another truth, having to be right is not love. This makes me feel foolish, like continuing to pick at a scab, knowing that it will keep the wound open. What's causing my feeling of failure? It's, it smells like a musty, dark brown odor. The feeling is like a dark cloud that appears to mess up what I thought would be a good day. Do any of those resonate with you? Well, I'm wondering about this feeling of silliness and picking at a scale. Mm -hmm. I, I just... And you say you pick at the scab and you see the sore again. So yeah, you know it's it's like it's there, and instead of leaving it alone, putting something on it to heal it, I just keep opening up, continuing to open it up. So you continue to, and that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess that's my feeling. It's stupid. That's stupidity. And so you said it's it's like a dark cloud. Yeah, it's a it's a, yeah, a dark cloud that uh, uh, when we argue, it's like that dark cloud comes back over, and we can't have. I can't really enter into uh, a loving conversation with you because that that feeling of um, failure, insecurity continues to hit me. So you said dark. So what color would that darkness be? Uh, grayish with some black in it. And that's basically it, just those dark colors. So when you say it, it makes me think of like those cartoons where they're showing angry people and they got the clouds all over right. their heads and <laughs> yeah. you know they you know they want to fight or something. So that's a, that's a great example. Yeah, that's 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 a good picture. So and it tastes like. Mm. Uh, you know, I like all foods. So that's, <laughs> that's true. Um, but this is something you probably wouldn't like. If it's dark and gray and you're constantly opening up a wound, that scab thing still being silly. I, I'm still trying to understand that feeling. It's like, uh, if you said about eating, I don't like grits. Okay. And just the thought of eating grits makes me uncomfortable. Something I don't look forward to. Okay, because I can understand that I'm a grit person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, thank you. Can you uh, share your feeling one more time? Oh, 
what you just said. About grapes? No, uh, before that. Original. About the clouds? Your original feeling. Just make sure I understand that. My original feeling. You're taking a slow, calming oh, breath. breath. The yeah. doctor asked me to slowly breathe and slowly harmony returns. Yeah. When you talked about the the rules for fighting, I think in the towards the end of my letter, I started thinking about the rules for fighting. So that's why I said I had to stop and take the deep breath mm. uh, to calm myself and to think about moving along. Like I said, the bird is not working. You're not working. You're gliding and it's calm and peaceful. It's not rough. You know, it's like laying in the pool with your back and just floating and just being relaxed. That's nice. I like that feeling. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you very, very much for sharing that. Um, I've known you for only 50 years. <laughs> 49. <laughs> I know I know Sandra 50 years. Yeah. <laughs> 51 years, I guess. Got to, they should start bringing you around. Mm -hmm. But I guess, I guess, you know, it's interesting that you're talking about fighting and the, and the rules and how do you treat the other person like you want to be treated yourself and how easy it is to get caught into the moment of the argument or the, um, have you ever tried to sit down next to each other and hold hands when you fight? Yeah, that was one of the rules, but that's hard to do when you fight. <laughs> I know, I, I know. I know that because both well, the tendency is when we fight is to get farther and farther away from the person then they become an object instead of somebody we love. Right. I, I know even in a staff meeting, uh, at St. Mark's when Father Ed Grzydek, myself and Francis Turner and Sister Dorothy and Sister Marie and you're in the same room and you don't leave as you disagree with each other about an, an event or how you're going to approach something and Father Ed and I were dialoguing at the time for five years already and we would disagree emotionally and then give each other a hug before we left and they kept saying how could you do that? <laughs> how could you do that? And so I guess it's that, you know, how do we always want to grow? And the closer we get to each other, the less likely we are to walk away or to say unkind things or bring up all oh, little hurts that kind of irritate. I mean, it's like the scab. With the scab, mm -hmm. you know, you know rather than do that, I'll have a, a technique or something that helps us to behave differently towards each other as we're disagreeing with something very important, it seems at the moment anyway. Mm -hmm. it, it, I know uh, several people tell me that when they have a staff meeting, they'll put something in front of, 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 the, of the, the pastor says, this is my opinion and, as, and I speak as a pastor. Other times somebody else puts something and says, this is a group meeting and all of us have power. You know, it's this kind of, how do we do that with each other in such a way that we act differently and knowing this this is a fight 
about something that's important and how do we make that happen so we don't get uh, carry out longer than just a few moments anyway. Mm -hmm. But you're still married 49 years and counting. <laughs> doesn't feel like that long. You know, it really doesn't. I still like them. Yeah. I, like <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea of holding hands though. I think that will help us. Yeah, I, and when I say fight, I really don't think we like fight fight. I think we just have a lot of disagreements okay. uh, or about, like I said, how best to do something, what to give something to, what to volunteer from. You know, it's just, um, you know, he's a different person. I'm a different person. We want the same things, but we just have different opinions on how to do those things. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I think for me, uh, dialoguing has helped. I mean, I know people have been married for many years without dialoguing, but for me, it's really, we have found that when we dialogue, we get along a lot better yeah. than when we didn't. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> We wouldn't be together now. <laughs> but thank you so much for sharing your heart and your life. And I'll be talking to you soon. Okay. okay. Look forward to it. I'm so grateful for the guests we had today who shared willingly themselves in their dialogue. And thank you for joining us. I look forward to the next episode when I join you again once more. This has been Marriage Let's Talk, sponsored by Worldwide Marriage Encounter, the foremost faith-inspired marriage enrichment organization in the world, providing married couples with transformative experiences through couples retreats, small groups, and more. Learn to nurture love in your marriage at wwme.org. Marriage Let's Talk is a production of Mater Media, the apostolate that offers the Celebrate Catholic Marriage Experience to energize and fortify married couples through parish events and the seven-step journey to joy. Find out more at matermedia.org.